another cube does not sit down first to consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet the him who comes against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. I'll be honest with you, the first time I read that verse, and still sometimes today, verse 33 of 14, is a scary verse. Whoever does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Warning us ahead of time, you know, if you want to build your spiritual tower, it's going to take all the resources that you have. Or if you want to fight a spiritual battle, it's going to take all the men that you have to fight. And I think sometimes we try to keep some of those resources back for ourselves. Almost like we don't trust that, that God can deliver for us, and we just keep these other things for ourselves to try to make ourselves feel happy. I want you to be honest with yourself tonight. Maybe your spiritual tower is really just a foundation that's laid, and you haven't been able to build a tower on it. Or maybe your spiritual battle, you're fighting it, but it's looking grim right now, and you might not know what's going wrong, but you're losing the battle. Could it be that you haven't forsaken everything to serve your God? Could it be that you still have resources that you've been keeping for yourself, and that it's time to give those over to God so that He can help you with your life? For instance, you know, when we talk about what God has given us, using it for Him, that can be kind of a difficult thing to, to think about. But think of all the things that God has given you. For instance, all the time that you have, how are you using your time for God? And I know we have to have jobs so we can support our families. What about all the other time that you have? How much of that are you using for God, and how much time are you using just to serve yourself, to do whatever it is that you want to do? And what about your money? How much of your money are you spending? selfish things that aren't really going to matter and aren't even going to make you happy in the end. And how much of your money are you giving to God to allow Him to use in whatever way He might? How are you using your house
his ears to hear, let him hear. And that's all I'm asking you to do tonight. I'm not here to preach at you. I'm here to read the Word of God with you. And to just look into a scripture and see what it says. And see that when we become a Christian, it's to change every aspect of our life. Because we're literally giving everything that we have to God's hands for Him to use in whatever way He may. So now, like I said, this is such a challenging thing for us to read and to, to truly accept. But I want to encourage you about that. So let's turn to Luke chapter 9. Turn back a few pages. Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Now here's the encouraging part, verse 24. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And sometimes I think maybe we don't trust God, as bad as that sounds, to give our life in His hands because we feel like we're, just, we're losing our life, we're giving it away. So many people go through this life trying to keep everything they have for themselves. They try to keep their own life and they try to make themselves happy. And it doesn't work. Every single time that we try to do that, we end up losing what it is that we're trying to hold on to. It's that idea that sin never really satisfies us. Anyone out there in the world, anyone who's trying to, to fulfill their life day after day with sin, they can't achieve long-term happiness and they can't achieve eternal happiness because everything that they're trying to grasp is slipping away from them. And that's the beauty of giving your life to God is the, the completion of that verse. Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. When we place our life in God's hands, he knows how to use our life in the best possible way. He knows how to use our life in ways that will fulfill us and that will save our life for eternity. And then verse 25. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? Whatever it is that we're, we try to keep back for ourselves, whether it's our time or money, maybe it's our comfort level that we're trying to keep for ourselves. What are you trying to gain? Because even if you gain the whole world, if you've lost yourself, it doesn't gain you anything. And once again, that's the beautiful part about being a Christian. Notice, your soul is worth more than the whole world. Because if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, that's a bad deal. So think about it. Being a Christian costs you everything you have. But being a Christian is worth more than the whole world. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that that's a good deal for us. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. I think sometimes we hear these verses and we consider them, but we're tempted to keep some stuff back for ourselves because, as bad as it sounds, like I said, we don't trust God. We're afraid that, well, if we give everything to God, then we won't have anything for ourselves. And, you know, it's just going to be a losing situation for us. Well, let's read Matthew 6, 34. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For all these things the Gentiles seek. For your Heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. There's some things that human beings need 
God's the one who provides these things to us. And don't be worried that if you give everything to God, that somehow that's going to be a bad deal for you. Because God's going to take care of you. He knows what you need. And your Heavenly Father, your Creator, He, he can definitely keep you provided with what it is that you need when you place your life in His hands. And sometimes when it's that trust issue that we don't, we don't really trust God to place our life completely in His hands, sometimes it takes a leap of faith. But that leap of faith is always rewarded. And then it's not so much a leap of faith anymore, but it's happiness that we found because we obeyed the Lord. Well, sometimes, maybe it's not that we don't trust God. Maybe sometimes we just take our eyes off the prize. Because so many things happen from day to day in our lives can get monotonous. We forget about what we're striving for. Well, remember when we started reading, we were talking about the kingdom of heaven that the people found, and they sold everything that they had to buy it. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. on this earth just trying to 